Stand by for a stop. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to Behind the Gates. Good to have you with us uh, for another week. We're back. We're fired up and looking forward to having a good chat about this Rose Hill card. What a meeting it is. What a meeting it is with some of these three-year-olds returning, the likes of Corniche. He's been burning up the track at the trials. Libertad's back, the instructor and introducing. They come out of the same form line. You've got this $3 million cult, Kandinsky Abstract, going around first up. And I like a roughie in the race. And uh, I was buoyed by uh, the selections of Ron Duffercy and Brad Gray on the program a little bit earlier when they had it in the numbers. But I wasn't as buoyed as much by that as I was when a certain race caller put it on top. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But let's welcome the panel back to Behind the Gates. And, of course, we'll have our new segment, uh, The Early Crow, a little bit later in the show as well, where we make a bold prediction or statement for the day. Thanks to that listener who suggested the name last week too for uh, the segment, The Early Crow. It's here to stay, and it's got its own opener as well. So I'm excited for you to hear that a little bit later. Darren Flindell's out there in the broadcast box at Rose Hill Gardens. He joins us for another week. Good morning, DF. Good morning, uh, Luke. Yeah, good program. Uh, well, that's uh, encouraging news as well in regards to the San Domenico. Yeah, I am mm. tipping a roughie there. Yes. And uh, and Dylan will get down and ride at the minimum weight of 53 kilos as well. Um, it's another beautiful winter's day here, although we're, what, we're less than a week now from spring, but really spring's already here by the feel of it. Um, as far as this track's concerned today, the rail's out six metres. It's dried right out. Once again, we're on a good four. So as usual, I'll be trying to focus on those horses up on the pace and on the fence. I've just lost a little bit of focus because I hope this isn't a bad omen. Sky Thoroughbred Central just playing a replay of Tony B sailing home at Doombin oh. recently, Darren, as you were doing that cross. <laughs> sailing home? Didn't it only just get up in the last stride? <laughs> I just don't want to talk about it at all. He's done me oh. that horse. Let's mm. say good day to Andrew Hurley, who's uh, leader of the fan club for Tony B. G'day, Hurls. Oh, spare me. Well, they're showing that. That might be an omen that Wineglass Bay wins today. So. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, what yes. What about the riding instructions, Darren and and, uh, and Brad from uh, Lucas uh, during the week on the um, WhatsApp? Well, pretty much, you know, mm-hmm. do this, do this, yes, don't I know. do that. I'm, I'm like a you? dictator. I'm like a dictator. I'm like Putin. So. 100%. Mm. How are you, Davo? <laughs> you, Brad you, will still go rogue. You got the instructions down packed, Davo? Sometimes I wish we could, but uh, yeah, some of the tactics out there, you shake your head sometimes. But, and I feel like, uh, as I've said on the program before, I don't think it's, I think it's jockeys following instructions, but some stables see they get their tactics awfully wrong. But uh, that's for another day. But, um, yeah, you know, uh, looking forward to this program today, isn't it? It's going to be a, a cracker. It's a real tricky one, though, isn't it? Because, again, a bit like face like last week and what we're going to be faced with probably the next few weeks is all these horses resuming and then throw in a, a six-metre rail for the, uh, into, the, into the mix as well. Now, notoriously, this is the most biased rail position at Rose Hill by a country mile. So mm. last time out, it was quite fair, but normally fencing run. Uh, everyone sort of says lead, 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 but it's not so much that. It's more fencing run. If you want to make ground, normally the rail six, you need to make it from the, the fencing run position. So... Well, see how it plays out. The last time was good, so fingers crossed. I'm hoping that it's a fair track. But, um, yeah, I mean, the last six or seven rails in this position, six of the seven have been pretty uh, pretty fenced-in run by. <laughs> I love this text. Um, the, the title's what got me from Keps. He said, morning race cartel. <laughs> so I'm not sure what that means, but we might be a cartel mob, uh, us lot. Uh, just wanted to make the point, Keps. How about Tintuki last week, boys? Oh, dear. He, were you on Darren Tintuki last week, or did you drop off? No, I was dirty. I wanted them. I wanted Nathan to run Dalalar because I was pretty sure the track would dry out. But he was worried about the <laughs> the wet conditions, and I walked off thinking, well, if we couldn't beat Tintuki, oh. <laughs> yeah. So yes. uh, here we go. Well, uh, instead, we'll run at a benchmark eighty eight today. <laughs> yes, I noticed you left left him out of the selections, uh, Dalalar. But um, you know, a bit the of backward. good news is that I backed it. Yeah, oh, beautiful hells. Good to hear. Oh, well, You're on Tintuki. Things... You're on Tintuki or Dalalart Hells? 
No, I was on tin turkey. Oh, tin well turkey. done. Oh, well, that warms the cockles of my heart hearing that <laughs> yeah, news. Geez, hey, if you're not winning, you should be happy that I am. I certainly am. Wonderful. Um, and also, you owe me a beer too. Sorry, we've been told not to talk to each other, and I've done that straight away. Uh, you owe me a beer <laughs> too, Darren, because uh, you were uh, unaware that Watergo was uh, racing in the Willembar Cup yesterday. Yes. So it steered you I, into that. That was the yep. easiest watch of all time. When uh, I saw the text come through, is what a good thing? I thought, well, it's scratched, mate. <laughs> Thinking you're referring to Rachel. I thought we were talking about who we're putting in the multi. I didn't read the little part that said today. And then once we got that cleared up, I thought, oh, yeah, 280 at Willembar. That was easy money. So, yes, mm. I, I will happily pay that beer when next we meet. Look, I, good. I don't think you'll have to twist Darren's arm to one shout around and partake as well. <laughs> I mean, especially after a few winners today, DF. Yeah, it's just uh, we've got to get the um, the venue sorted out. We are miles apart. Yeah, that's right. Um, and just a bit of background on Tintuki listeners, if you, you're wondering what we're going on about. How, how many times did the horse cost us for the multi-Davo? Was it two or three um, that we put I think it was in? two. Yeah, yeah, I think two. it was two and then, and then came out and won on the weekend. But the real question I want to know is, is Hill's back to loser in the last six months? Because he's gone on about every winner he's back in the last uh, two minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's plenty. Yeah, we all have. Let's get into it, boys. Um, I'm going to start with a few texts this week. Um, uh, hey, boys, read the San Domenico. Chances of Moravia, please. That is from Craig. Uh, he wanted to know about that horse. So we'll start with it. And... Um, I mean, it's just a super race, this, Dave. I'll, I'll give you first bite of the cherry here. Um, what's your thoughts on Moravia, and what's your take on this San Domenico Stakes, where a few of these favourites map really awkwardly here? Yeah, it is a great race, isn't it? And we're starting to really build towards these three-year-old features and exciting to see how these step out today. Um, it was a good win, first up at the Provincials. I didn't think there was anything amazing on the, on the clock. Um, I thought the win might have been a little overrated, but I am respecting the fact there's been good money to this horse this morning. It's quite clearly talented. And like with these lightly raced ones, um, you know, we don't know if they can take that, that step up and go to that next level. So I'm definitely uh, not going to pot it at those sort of odds, but um, I do think you might get a little bit better price than what's currently on offer all the same. But, look, I landed on Corniche, guys. I, I just think he's the one that's going to get the, the, the right run in transit here. He trialled better than Libertad leading in of... It's been well documented he beat Shinzo, the Golden Slipper winner, before a break. But there's no doubt in my mind that Shinzo found three lengths on Golden Slipper Day that he that he hadn't found prior to that. So um, we've got to keep that in mind as well. But look, I just think he's the one that maps well. Kandinsky Abstract, well, if you, if you go to any uh, milk bar, if there's any milk bars left around uh, Australia, then uh, he's been the corner tip all week, hasn't he? Uh, everyone's saying how, how good he is. Well... I mean, he's in a bit of a world of pain from the gate, isn't he? And I know his trials have been solid, but I can't get him that short off a, off a Canterbury fencing run win where, you know, I know that the, the uh, second horse is a good horse, but he wasn't on the fence that day. Correct. I think Celestial Legend. And There's more to you got to remember, Vomo, Vomo Island was a length and a half behind him. He'd be, a, he'd be 150 to 1 here. So um, I can't get him that short. I think the boom's a little bit overplayed at this stage. But, um, look, you know, we know these horses can improve. So, look, Corniche for me... I think he's at his right price now. I thought he, he should have been favourite, and he's into that favouritism now. Really keen to take on um, uh, the instructor and, and horses like that out of that rosebud, but I'll, I'll touch more on that later. Yeah, OK, beautiful, Dave. Darren, um, I'm excited uh, about this. But I thought I was on my own with this horse you're about to tip as you're on top mm. selection. I thought I was on my own until the preview this morning. Brad Gray has it in, Duff has it in, and next minute the race caller's got it on top. I was just so taken by her win at Canterbury, and we're referring to Untouchable Legend here. And when I saw her with Barrier 1, we've got our two leaders there, the Waterhouse Runners, introducing and the instructor. I was hoping introducing will hold out the instructor, and that will pave the way for Untouchable Legend to be bang their third leaders back in the run, and I'll be very happy if that's the way it winds up. This was going forward at Canterbury, but Jason Collar quickly surmised the situation. Too many others wanted to go forward as well, so he made a quick decision, and he just necked it right back to last. Then it looped them and won looking like a good horse. Um, so I just think she'll get the, the absolute run of the race, your untouchable legend. 
Um, I'll be taking a lot of place multis with mm. her here today, and of course having a lick as well of the uh, the $17 available for the win. So she's my on-top pick each way. In regards to Moravia, I love the way he was trialling leading up to that debut at Newcastle. I, I thought they might have aimed a bit higher than a Newcastle maiden, and he dispensed a perfect proposal pretty nicely there. I think he's a good horse, Moravia, and I put him in, in the numbers. Uh, he's my fourth pick. I've got Butch Cassidy in. I thought he's the other one that would be gunning for that possible leader's back position or three-back defence, Butch Cassidy. I, I think he's a, a live chance in this at good odds. And uh, and Candinci Abstract I, I put in there. But I, often I don't... I know here three million, three million. I couldn't, I couldn't care less how much they pay for them. I just want to see how they run uh, in trials and races. And he's done nothing wrong. He was a good winner at Canterbury that day. But just from that draw, I don't know where he's going to be. So I'm focusing on a couple there that I know where they'll be mm. over on the fence, exactly where you want to be here at Rose Hill. Yeah, spot on, Darren. I, I just, I think it's just an awesome, awesome each way bet today, guys. Untouchable legend, particularly more the place. She's never drawn a barrier. Now she's just going to dink out, be there. She's got the fitness edge, and Darren's made all the points. I think she's going to run well. She might not be the best horse here, but her setup is beautiful. And, guys, let's not sugarcoat it. Say, for argument's sake, this is an inside track, six metres. Well, two of these favourites could have none. Libertad and Kandinsky Abstract. I hope it is track fair and, well... I really don't because I'm on Untouchable Legend, but if it is bias, they're out of play, David. Unless, no, exactly. they're, unless they're superstars. Oh, exactly right. Yeah, you know, sometimes this rail six, you just cannot make ground wide at all. And if that's the case, then they'll be they'll be getting out in the market. There's no doubt about that because I I can't see them finding the fence or finding a, a really positive map anywhere there. So I, I agree with you guys. I think Untouchable Legends are a great chance to good each way odds. Um, feet absolutely. Nothing there the other day, but did it in style. And you don't see many horses do that at Canterbury, and I agree. You know, gate one's going to could be gold today. No way. Home track, it, it all sets up nicely for her to run well at odds. Hmm. Hell's with the market. What are they about? Yeah, well, look, yeah, the boys at the tab mustn't like it because we've written it holds the third most amount of money in the race, despite the fact that it's a $17 chance. So, and it's sixteen fifteen now out to 17 So, yeah, it'll be interesting when you speak to uh, Tim Ryan. But they've obviously, uh, yeah, very much letting you on at this stage. That's the San Domenico. We may well circle back to it um, as there's plenty to talk about. And we've we've made a few points there already. But we go to race number seven next, the up and coming. A few texts about NCAP, guys. Um, he's he's in a similar boat um, in regards to his his racing pattern. He he does get back a little bit. He's drawn a wide barrier, so he needs a fair track. I'm pretty hot on Le Vampire here, Darren, uh, just spearing to the front third up. But um, in regards to NCAP, he's out of the same form line, so we must respect him. He's got great finishing speed, this horse. I think uh, potentially he might be the best in this field. Uh, NCAP, the amount of ground he made up again, uh, in defeat at Warwick Farm behind uh, La Vampire, had had it all his own way up front. And what, 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 what struck me as well when I was watching the replay again of that race during the week, Carazana was outstanding winning at Kensington on, on Wednesday. And Carazana had the run on the fence, got off and just sort of plotted a little bit and then Cap just went straight past it. And uh, just doing that little form line, yeah, I've got a lot of respect for NCAP, but once again, do I want to have a win bet on a horse that's going to be probably in the second half of the field and perhaps a little bit wide? Uh, I've gone with Cabalas. I think it'll, from barrier four, I'm sure McDonald won't get too far back there on Cabalas and we won't bang on about the bad luck it had last time out, but I think he's a good horse. So I've gone with Cabalas on top of NCAP. Um, Levampier I put in as the fourth pick. And the other one I'm putting in here is Griff. I think Griff will be very well suited by this longer trip of the 1,300 metres today. And the Rosebud, he got well back and he came the widest down the straight, which is always hard to make ground out there. But I thought he got home all right at the end of 1,100 metres. And this distance today would be a big plus. Had he drawn a little bit kinder, Griff, I might have had him a bit higher. But I'm sticking with Cabalas. He's a nice horse. Like the San Domenico, these are, these are two really good races on the card. They are, aren't they, Davo? Yeah, good race. Uh, I think NCAP is at that sort of price where you got the luxury now to just sort of sit back and have a look at a couple of races and see if it's fair, then, then you go, OK, yep, happy to back him. If it's not, 
you can probably just wait and, and see how the day unfolds and then you might even get a premium better price if you do want to play. But, uh, yeah, it's all going to depend on track pattern for him. But I agree, his finishing speed's terrific. Um, Le'Veon Pierre, I'm, I'm with him. He's just going to be there on speed. Uh, I love the way he sort of worked it all out from start one to two. He, he looked like uh, he had no idea on start one and then he looked like a pro start too. So maybe it was just Canterbury getting around there that he really struggled with. But I can't see 1,300 being any issue with him. I thought he was a, a sneaky golden rose hope before his first start. So we'll see how he can uh, can go on from it here. Obviously, he's got to keep raising the bar. But, yeah, look, I, I thought he was uh, he was the one to beat. Kabbalah's the, 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 the obvious danger. Um, bad luck or bad ride. Make your decision last start. I say bad ride. But um, uh, I don't think he's going to make those mistakes again, J-Mac. He's too good to... To, uh, to to be making the same mistakes. He just had to get to the outside earlier on that horse and he wins. But saying all that, the last 50 metres wasn't wow all the same, was it, guys? Um, he was entitled to do a little bit more late, I thought, Kabbalah. So if there was a knock, it's, it's that. But Le'Veon Bompier, the, the one for me, I agree with what Darren said. I thought Chris Rum was good the other day in, a, in an ordinary race. He just got way too far back there. He jumped a length and a half in front of his Invincible and settled three lengths behind it. Um, you could tell I was on. I was absolutely filthy. <laughs> That's your pet eight when they jump well oh, <laughs> and they get restrained. <laughs> Staggering. It just happened to be there, like in the top four, and he, he goes close to winning, but he, he's back last, and you might as well throw your ticket in the bin. Mm, what are they backing here, Hells? Tell you what they have back this morning is Tom Kitten, but it's another one uh, where they're letting you on because it's pretty much hasn't budged from that uh, $12. NCAP has been popular as well. Um, so Market Order, Cabela's, and then Tom Kitten, and then NCAP, which is really interesting. But it also shows the depth of this meeting. Oh, no doubt. I mean, the big boys up the top, Big Tom, Darren, and Cafe Millennium, uh, two massive animals. I mean, he's mm. barely got a mention all week, Cafe Millennium. Maybe this is just a prep run uh, for, for further and later, but, I mean, he's a horse mm. that attracted such a big boom early after that debut win, and there's nothing wrong with his trials. When that report came through earlier in the week about him having the tie-back surgery, I thought, oh, OK, this, makes, this might make a little bit more mm. sense, why he carries his head so high and, and floats along. Um, what have you made of his trials? I've liked them. I've liked them. I mean, he just seems like he doesn't have any early speed, which is a problem, Rose Hill, six-metre rails. But I'll be certainly looking for him to be warming up late here, Davo, big cafe. He was outstanding on debut, and then since then I thought he'd been pretty average, to be honest. So mm. jury's out. Um, but maybe I just got the feeling he's going to be a horse that's going to be sort of a mile at a 2,000-metre horse in time. So... I feel like Rose Hill's not his track and um, a bit ditto with Tom Kitten. I, I thought today's not his day with the big weight and uh, short distance. But the, the, the Cummings yard, or James Cummings in particular, with Godolphin, of course, um, he, he seemed quite bullish about this horse's chances in a spring champion. So um, keep keep an eye on him as you, as you go forward. But I just didn't think they were, they were the right horses for Rose Hill. Sort of sharp race today. Mm. What worries me um, with these horses, once you know that there's a, there's a throat issue there and they've had this tie-back surgery, um, you know, has it been successful or not? A lot of them aren't. Uh, but when you're in that situation, you've got, to, you've got to try something. If the option's there, right, let's do the surgery, you've got to take it. Um, when he won that day of 1,100 metres, obviously he was just a class above. And if he wasn't breathing at the end of 1,100 metres, it didn't matter. But as these distances get longer, that's when, the, that's when it becomes far more difficult. Um, so for me, Cafe Millennium's a real watch and see today, probably to learn has that, has that surgery been successful. And it explains, I think it, to me it explains a bit more whilst why he could win so impressively first up and then didn't follow through. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's, yeah, he's had the surgery. He couldn't breathe before, but hopefully he can now. When's the last time you had your breath taken away, Davo? <laughs> <laughs> Mine was when I walked up the stairs here and the lift wasn't working today. <laughs> You'd be fitter for the run, Darren. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, that wasn't required. Oh, no way. A bit of a warm-up before 10 races. That'll just get the lungs opened up and you'll be sweet, won't you? 
I don't mind the walk up the stairs so no. much, but when you're sort of carrying like 10 oh, kilos of lead in the, in the bag, it's not easy. Darren, people don't understand the equipment required for a race caller's duties. You've got the stand, you've got the binoculars, you've got the bag. I take the laptop up there as well. I mean, you're, you're often carrying 62 and a half on your back uh, well, to get to the right. broadcast box. It's like a European holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eagerly awaiting Davo's reply here too to my earlier remark. I've got nothing. I'm just going to uh, stay the same as Darren uh, when I went up the up the stairs uh, yesterday. That'll do. But no, probably probably uh, Thursday night when I was in my fifth set of singles tennis and I was uh, battling. That was for sure. I'll give you the tip. Gee, fifth set. That's a that's a real war, Davo. Yeah, well, five sets against. You play a set against different players. So I played five games that night. By the fifth set, I was absolutely car. That's for sure. I reckon Hurl's breath might have been taken away when he saw the news about some of the South rumblings this week. Hurl's, you would have been upset. Nah, oh. nah not at all. As I said earlier, um, oh, well, it's not ideal, but they're football clubs. These things are going to happen. I actually admire the club for getting on the front foot, addressing it. It just um, hoses down the speculation and you move on. But uh, I'll tell you what, my breath was taken away on Tuesday. I jumped into the into the water at oh. uh, Kilcare. Oh, she was chilly. Lump in but the throat I'll stuff. I'll tell you what I did. I, I went for a walk and you, you walk along the, the water and, and, and get a bit sort of up to your knees just to try and thaw her out before you jump in. But it was so cold. Anyway, I've got the towel and I'm about to walk off the beach <laughs> and I see a, an elderly woman, bang, straight in. I thought, oh, I can't let an 80-year-old woman... Uh, go in and, and me not show some tickets. So I went in, but I'll tell you what, I wasn't in for long. Oh, good stuff. Mate, the cold what water... Do you estimate, what do you estimate the temp was? Yeah. Oh, 17, maybe, at hey. a stretch. The, the, the it lo- will warm up, but it was refreshing. The, the lovely lady, from all reports, her temperature went up when she saw the great man shirtless. So the hell's in. Yeah, forget your lions, man. Uh, that would have been the star attraction. At, uh, what was the name of that beach again? Yeah. Uh, They'll be there in droves. Beautiful, beautiful kill care. That's why I love the coast. Yes. It was dead set. Eight people on the beach. A couple of others here, boys, before we move on. Manway from John. No hope, boys, he asks. Davo, what do you think about Manway? Yeah, the, uh, the decent, decent. Yeah, Kementari was the only uh, son or something, isn't he? So, uh, yeah, he was ter- he was solid there at, at Canterbury first up. Um, obviously, a big step up and got to take that Canterbury form to Rose Hill. But he's not hopeless. I thought he was very, very well found in the market, though. Mm. Darren. Yeah, I, I'm not potting him. I didn't find a spot for him in the in the top four because I'm just looking for others that I, I really like, but I'm certainly not opposed to the heir to the Kementari throne, the only heir. <laughs> yeah, the only heir. Uh, is there any money for Kintyre Hurls, a listener asking about him? Uh, it's $14. What did it open? It's just been steady at 14 but no, as far as dollars are concerned, uh, no. You probably take what. Uh, well, he's not here to defend himself, but uh, you probably take what uh, Dave Stanley says with a grain of salt. Because uh, I said Griff earlier in the week. I know the stable's got a, a good opinion of it. Uh, wasn't too bad last start at Rose Hill, but he was saying the gate uh, was the problem. But still, gate eight, and well, we've got a field of uh, what four, uh, eleven sort of things. So I don't think that's the end of the world. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to have more to say about the Rosebud form line a little bit later in the early crow. I've just got the feeling it's got Davo hot under the collar, this Rosebud form. So we'll wait and see what he's got to say about that. The last thing I want to say, guys, is the Cabalis race that Kintyre won. I just see Rockabilly Rebel chipping away there down on the inside with the Coffs Harbour form. And I just wonder, Davo, I just wonder. It does, uh, yeah, it's always a bit of a query, isn't it? Um, and I think Kintyre's a nice horse, um, but... Again, this is a this is a another level. Uh, yeah, and he got that little habit of missing the jump too, Kabbalah. So there's a few few queries there today with him. That's for sure. Thing with Kintyre, we've got to give Tyler Schiller some credit there. He's the one that stitched McDonald up. Yeah. He made that move there on Kintyre, and really, when you say Kabbalah should have got out earlier, I'm not really sure how he could have got out earlier because Schiller made that move. And there wasn't many options for Cabalas to, to come any wider. So, and Kintyre well, was able to sustain that run around them. Yeah, but Kintyre, Kintyre was going really strongly. So you just get on the back of Kintyre. That was the problem. You got on the back of Kintyre, it's good night, see you later. But unfortunately, it was 100 metres too late. Mm. Last one on this race, guys. Um, there was another text about Ducasse. Guys, can he hold three back the fence? Um, I think he probably can. Davo, Ducasse from Barrier 1 here. 
fair pick for me. Yeah, look, I love these sectionals on debut. Um, they've decided to run here over a couple of easier options, bit of intent there, and he's got that uh, he's got that gate to have that golden fence in run position, which we won't know until races, but he'll be worth three lengths. So, um, yep, happy to happy to suggest they'll be positive on him anyway. You've got a fan here, mate, Vince from Arncliffe. Love Davo's comments on races. Uh, that's from Vince. So uh, there you go, Davo. Something. Oh, well, it's nice some, to have one. Something, something. <laughs> Darren, uh, Ducas, is he uh, is he a chance here? Barrier one might suit, might suit. Uh, I think in re- in regards to the first question, can he get three fence? Yes. Mm. I'll give that a tick. <laughs> yes. Um, can he win? No. Oh, Darren, against, against you, Cass. Uh, yes, I'll put the cross there. Oh, no, we can't use the cross, can we? Just no. <laughs> he's, he's wintered in <laughs> Brisbane, though, Darren. He's wintered in Brisbane. Is that the freshen? Is that the spell up there? Yeah, half his luck. Yes, indeed. I was up in Cairns a few weeks ago, boys. Good part of the world. Grouse. Yeah, I saw you up there. Isn't watch, it? watch a South game. Yeah, yeah. It was not well. It wasn't the best game, was it? Hurls that game against St George. It was just a dropathon. Yeah, it was. Yeah, young Jeremy turned uh, turned forty. I heard it was a pretty big tour. Oh, was it? Um, what? Gee, they can they can yeah. go the boys, their stayers, and the Marlow. He's yeah. a nine hundred metre Newcastle horse. Just ran out of petrol. Oh, no, they're going Southfield boys. That's why they love it, mate. Um, mm. Rob here goes. Uh, morning, boys. Is it possible to get Brad Davidson's quaddy tips at Rose Hill today? No, sorry, Rob. You've got to subscribe. I think. Uh, apologies, <laughs> uh, Dave. <laughs> She's at cost too. <laughs> we're, uh, we're going for six in a row there, little plug. So there you oh. go. Six, six in a row. So Something. give us strength today. That'd be great. We've got a few texts about the highways, uh, guys, uh, or the highway. Um, our listeners, uh, they love getting involved in these highways as well. Um, and the earlier text was from Docs. Um, Melody, again, I think is a very good chance this week. Back to what looks a much weaker Class 2 highway. Don't disagree with that. Uh, running well in much stronger highways. If she gets clear running, I think she just wins. Can I get the thoughts of the panel, please? Um, look, it's worn me down, this horse, Darren, but I note the blinkers mm. off today might just help it relax more and have a stronger finish. It's certainly running big races this mare, uh, Melody, again. I think she'll run home into second. The old team of Hieronymus and Tim Martin pairing up here with Miss Thatcher. That's the way I'm going. I think Miss Thatcher leads and wins here. We missed that to resume. Hippo uh, went to, to Goulburn. I think it was mm-hmm. one of his first rides back, led all the way. And I think uh, they'll make a, a pretty serious attempt here at making the running in a race where I'm, I didn't go delving too deeply into the speed map, but I think Miss Thatcher maps extremely well today. And I think Hippo will get her home in the opener. Mm. Davo, your take here? I think Melody, again, has got to be a terrific chance. Seemed to jump a bit better the other day. Um, if she can reproduce that, then uh, we know the type of finish this horse has got. So I wouldn't be talking the listener out of that horse. Take the kitty. Clearly the one to beat for me. But, you know, it's like the, the market. It's like the tad traders just went, oh, Matt done. Yeah. That'll do. We'll, we'll put it up very short. Went up very, mm. very skinny. But um, had no luck at all last time out. Draws one. Um, going to get the the right run, you would imagine, and and was a better run than Melody again to, when they met in a in a highway two back as well. So, I think it's the one to beat, but um, definitely no spoil at the price, that's for sure. But um, Melody again, blinkers off as well is always a, a good gear change. There's a very general rule, guys. Blinkers on is the most overrated gear change in the game, and blinkers off is the most underrated. So, um, obviously, every horse is different, but. Uh, when people throw blinkers on, most of the time, I, uh, you know, I took a dollar sixty about a horse at Mwollomba yesterday. The only thing they could beat it was the blinkers going on, and it over raced for the whole trip. Still won, thankfully, but you just, I just sitting there going, oh no, this, these blinkers are going to cost me again. Mm. But um, anyway, uh, some of them react, but a hey, lot of them just, just do not react positively to hey, them. You need them sometimes, Davo, the shades, just to sharpen you up a bit. No, I'd over race too badly. <laughs> well, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be the exact same. What about you, Hurls? Set of blinkers. Uh, yeah, I get Need told them. that actually a lot, particularly by my better half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not good, Hells. Uh, no, I'll tell you what. I'll mention a horse, Powderfinger, but it's got nothing to do with its uh, with its the horse. What you like the I've band? Got little, I've got a little birdie in the music industry who's mm-hmm. telling me that Powderfinger are edging closer to a tour and a new album. Wow! There you go. There you mm. go. See, as I said earlier in the previews, we're not, we don't just tip winners on here. We educate no. the public. We provide a little bit of service here and there. 
So outstanding. I'll give you another one too. We took a hundred thousand on Donald Trump to be the next president this morning. Oh boy, he's just hundred k. Did you see the mug shot, Darren? Uh, the Don. He, he was. Yeah, uh, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I started laying him about twelve months ago. <laughs> when when you realise that he's up on these multiple indictments, oh. the more they charge him, the shorter he gets in the market. Oh, unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> that's what that's what not a country! Not true. What There's 300 million people there, and that's their choice. <laughs> what a joint. Uh, let's uh, talk about Fujita San, guys. Had a, a text here from a listener who's on. Um, I think they've locked in some, some good early privacy. I hope you're okay there, Darren. You just got the mute button in time. Yes. <laughs> Everything okay? Still, uh, it's a poor recovery from the walk up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gold. Oh, this, now, this is one of yours. I know you're still thinking about the trials, aren't you, with Fujita-san in race number three today. The mile's going to uh, – the 1,500, I should say, is going to suit better. Well, they threw him in the deep end uh, at the tail end of his three-year-old season. He wasn't good enough in the longer distance races there. He's trialled, yes, it was very sharp before his return. And foolishly, I stepped in over 1,200 metres, knowing it's probably going to be too short. But I like the way he sort of got to the line very late. And I thought when he does go around next time or when he goes over longer, I'll entertain him. Uh, God bless Wadigos, who bolted in in the Mwillenbar Cup yesterday. I was going to tip Wadigos. I thought he'd, he'd, he'd do it again despite the weight. Mm-hmm. Once he came out, I thought, oh, beauty. Uh, Fajita San uh, for mine. I'll go this way. And, well, basically, he's the same price now that he was when Wadigos was still in the market. So I'll be making him my pick for the multi today, Fajita San. Uh, I know Marquis is a very exciting type. And uh, drawn mm. the fence. It's it's yes. obviously the the one to beat. And if he holds that forward spot there from Barrier One, yeah, th- that was a really good win at Warwick Farm that day at the midweeker. So obviously I've got him in as the second pick, and then they're the only two I'd really be worried about there, five and eight. Davo. Uh, yeah, I'm with Marquez. Uh, I must admit, uh, when the uh, prices came out on Wednesday, I was sitting there thinking, oh, here's one, I'll back early, midweek form, they'll take it on a little bit. Yeah, didn't they? And cu- then the, cuddle, the cuddle, cuddle. The market opened $2.40. I, I'm glad the neighbours weren't home because uh, they would have <laughs> uh, been hearing a couple of expletives, I think, because uh, I thought, what the, how on earth did they mark this two forty? So it was just like, well, you know. Can't, well, what have you, you got, got it hope. marked? What have you got it marked, oh, bro? I think three twenty now. After after scratchings is about as short as I could get it. So, okay. um, yeah, I, I definitely couldn't get it that short. But he's clearly the one to beat, isn't he? He, he was well back fresh. He's come back. He, did he have a wind off? I'm, I'm yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah, James told us that this morning. Yeah, so mm. oh. he's clearly come back better. The extra trip, the the low draw, it all, it all set up. But this is a deep enough race, you know. The, mm. I agree. I think Peter Sam was good the other day. I think they picked the right race for him. They were going to go sort of up to a mile, but I think 1,500 at home. They've, they've waited and, and picked the right race for him, so he's got a great chance. And But there's a stack of others in there that are hard heads that are running well, and, yeah, he just seems very, very short, the, the favourite. So I think if you like him, wait. You'll get a better price late, I would imagine. There, is there much money for him, Hurls, or is it drying up? What's doing here with Marquez? No, it's, uh, it's still very popular. Uh, we did go up $11 for Fajita Sand. So uh, it's $7 into six fifty this morning. But uh, I think you believe in the two there if you think you're going to get three twenty, Brad. Um, <laughs> two forty, look, two twenty five, two fifty. Now two forty. What price did you mark Fajita Sand, Brad? Oh, I'd be about yeah six dollars. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I've got him sort of on that second third line without having the price in front of me. I think he's about six bucks. So um, yeah, I, I, I think you will get better though. Hell, surely than two forty, two fifty, you're you going to be better get, than yeah, that. You might get two sixty, two seventy. Look, I think Hell, <laughs> just I've been sitting on this and I just got a release now. I've just been thinking about the the price early crow last week. I, I know you got amenable right, Hells, which was great. But <laughs> what, what what happened in the winks? Your your bold early crow. The the winner of the winks will be double figures. Well, the two double figure, the two single figure horses, they run first and third. <laughs> Our Princess Grace looked home and it was going to be justified. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, man, girl, too good in the end. But yeah, amenable. Did tip you guys into that and won very well. Yeah, it's lucky, pretty much uh, the ride of the day around the country with Damien Lane. That was an absolute peach. Lucky Luke gave you the out clause there to uh, <laughs> to pick another card. Exactly right. It's coming up again soon. The early crow guys stick around for that. Um, 
I reckon the multi will be open in about five minutes, guys. So let's let's touch on our selections and a a little bit of depth and see what we've come up with this week. Um, starting with you, Brad Davidson, your leg for the multi this week. Uh, what yeah. is it? And um, uh, Corniche, I believe, in race eight. Yeah, I've gone with Corniche. Look, he was $5 early on. Um, much com- more comfortable at that sort of price, but he, he's been to sort of that 380 I think, now. So um, hopefully they, they price him off the $5 early quote. We sent him in yesterday, but I'm, I'm not sure for the uh, for the multi-price. <laughs> I reckon you're struggling there. I yeah, hope probably, so too, but... <laughs> Yeah, probably, but anyway, look, he's just going to get them the right run. He's been trialling well, and um, I, I think he'll be there in the top four. So I went with him, but uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was hoping for a better price. Yeah, anyway, all right, that's Brad Davidson's leg this week. Darren Flindell, where are you? Where are you going for the multi this week? Uh, it'll be in the third field of eight, so uh, increasing, uh, improving the odds a little bit with Fujita San. They could have run last week. I assume they scratched for the. Uh, the the soft track there, I think the drier track is more suitable at this stage. So for Judah Sand, for me, race three, number five. Andrew Hurley. Yeah, I just think um, wine, uh, not wine glass, but geez, spare me. Uh, too much caviar. Uh, we'll roll to the front. I think it'll run top four in race two. Too well, everything I I did like, I was I was left with the dregs. I was, everything I looked at, so the door had been taken. But now nah, comfortable with too much caviar. Hey, don't don't put the little oh, just in case it's wrong yeah. comment in there. In case something goes wrong, left with the dregs and performing, please spare it. Who Save missed it. out last week, Luke? Yeah, I'm still upset, boys. It was me. Um, yeah, you know that uh, gif with uh, Pablo sitting on the on the uh, the swing out of that out of the movie. That was me just looking at the ground, sitting on the swing <laughs> by myself. Just you know, a bit of sad music over the top, Darren. It's an awful feeling, <laughs> Darren. It's an awful feeling when you let the, you're the one to let the team down. Every other leg wins, and if Bazooka was to flash home into fourth uh, and cut Fujita San out in a photo finish, there'll be some rumblings up here today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Bazooka cost us two weeks ago, Darren. Your leg, um, but extremely yes. lucky last week. Oh, geez, the market knew Davo, didn't they? He was friendless. Oh, yeah. I can't remember a, a drift like that on a, on a Saturday for a long time. And why? Why? Like, what do you think it was? Uh, was it the soft ground? Is it? Is the was it the lack of pace in the race? Was it both? I mean, Mark are just too good there. They they knew he had none. I think I think a few things. One, the long break. Yeah. Two, I think they they notified that he wasn't as good as the market suggested he was, and that the trials were probably a bit overplayed. And three, the the patterns. So, but yeah, they were they they were just getting him out to any price, weren't they? But you, know, you hear it on social media every day. Oh, the market doesn't know this. This the market is the best guide you'll ever find. Like it's just. Very, very, very efficient, um, and they got that spot on. And yeah, look, uh, you weren't the only one, Luke. Um, I listened to a lot of different opinions during the week, and two judges that I rate up there extremely highly in, in sort of the, the best in Australia basically named this as a as a Group One horse and, and going to go on to you know Group One. And, and he was just flat as a tack, wasn't he? Yeah, I just think we've got to be forgiving, Darren. I reckon. I, I think mm. you know, drier track, more pace. I might reload because um, I'd be headless if he turned it all around, which I think he can. I think he can. Extremely lucky. I don't. I don't think he's gone yet off one run. Anyway, that's what I'm saying. Gil, um, I'd want to see him in a race where they'll go along at a good mm. speed. Here's a um, an announcement just come through from the stewards in regards to Man. We're in race seven, number five. Synthetic hoof filler on both hind legs. Hmm. Mm. Okay. okay, that's uh, pretty late information there with Manware, synthetic hoof filler on both hinds. Uh, tactic changes, there's a few of them coming through, and the first take the kitty, the intention is to be further forward, has drawn barrier one. I think Matt Dunn's now won three of the last four highways. He trains take the kitty. Miss Thatcher, the intention is to be ridden further forward. So I think we uh, realised that once uh, Hieronymus was booked for the ride there. In the fourth, Dr Evil... The intention is to be ridden more conservatively today. Also in the fourth, Dream Deal, uh, to be ridden forward with the intention of leading. Now, Dream Deal's drawn the outside barrier. Forward, intent to lead, so let's note that there in the midway. Uh, In the fourth, Real Peace, the intention to be ridden more conservatively. Okay. Uh, Race six, Powerful Peg, if it begins well, the intention is to be further forward. Strom Barrier 1, shooting for three in a row now, powerful peg. So further forward, they're off the inside gate. And finally, munitions in the last. 
to be ridden further forward. I think Munitions was also nom for Brisbane running here to be ridden further forward. So that's all come through in one hit. Outstanding, Darren. Great job. Uh, and I just noticed the decibels lifter touches. He put the PA on on course as well to, to clear the double commitments. Is that a fair summation, <laughs> Darren? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yes, got him. Uh, my leg, guys, is race seven, Le Vampire, and it's open hurls. You're our, yeah, desi- you're our designated multi-reader. Read out the full four legs as it now is available for our punters to get involved in. Yeah, and we kickstart things with, uh, hang on, we've got to go down the page. Okay, we kickstart with my selection, Too Much Caviar, race number two. Vegeta San, race three, race seven, Le Perez, and race eight, Cornish. It is now open. A few a few sneakies getting on there. They must know that it's, uh, it's 10.45, bang, it opens. Uh, and you'll find that under sports and today's offers. And on the tab app, the best in the business, you go to racing and racing offers, and it is open. Maximum bet of $50, and we're going $5 today. So $5 for all of those to run top four. Love it, boys. There it is. Get involved, listeners. Hopefully we can uh, nail the multi this this week. On Behind the Gates, it is now time for... On Racing HQ. Hey, it's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. Don't worry, cos it's never too early. The Early Crow. <laughs> what do you think of that, boys? We've been busy this week building that, Darren. Uh, <laughs> I, I sound like I'm I'm down at Manly Beach with a bag of hot chips and the seagulls are circling <laughs> for the snap slice of the action. I think it's actually a crow, not a seagull, Darren. It's oh. a raven, a raven crowing <clears throat> oh, okay. or something. Oh, I don't know. To me, it sounded like those pesty seagulls. Anyway, in the, for food. in the race calling yeah. career, I've had a few. It's the worst feeling in the world, an early crow, Darren, isn't it? Um, have you you had many in your career? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's an awful so feeling. You try not to. Yeah. Uh, and, and then sometimes you think, well, if I called that race again, I probably would have done the mm. same thing over. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think most of the time you thought, oh, geez, I, I lost control there. Uh, make sure I don't do that again. <laughs> if you're new to the segment, guys, this is where we have a strong opinion on the day's racing in Sydney. Uh, we make a comment last week. Let's review last week. Uh, Darren, uh, I think you said J-Mac was a risk in the Jockey's Challenge. I'm not sure how that finished up in mm. the wash-up. Uh, he got done. He, he got rolled. Flindell, tick. Give him, him a ding, Nick. On. Give him a ding. Oh, we don't have the dings. Never mind. Let's oh, move no on. Uh, <laughs> Luke Marlowe, Jamie Carr, little pop there. She rode three favourites too. Managed to get her beat. I tore down one of the darlings of Australian racing. Oh, yeah. What a grub. It was but... a big pot too. Oh, big yes. pot. But hey, ding. She went holding back. She'll bounce back, don't worry. But uh, yeah, I tell you what, the last one, Estriella, I thought it was dead set home in the last. So I was I was nervous. Andrew Hurley, we give him a pass. He, he, he sort of so-so with the Wink Stakes comment uh, that the double-figure price horse would win and two single-figure horses filled the top three, but he nailed Amenable with his call that it'd just be winning hurls. Outstanding. So we give you a, a gold star for last week. Thank you. And Brad Davidson, uh, Cylinder. He'll be on the lips cool. of everyone for the Everest while he scrambled in in the vein stakes. So I, I don't know. Do we give Davo a pass? What do we say, no, Bradley? Definitely not. No. Definitely not. He was terrible. Like, <laughs> terrible task, sorry, but he was playing. He was playing. Let's be honest. Like, he, he fell he in. He fell winning in. that and winning that well. Like, he was... What did the I figures say out, in the wash-up? Have, oh, you, have you got the figures? Nothing special. Nothing no. special. I, I think from an Everest point of view now, he's... Yeah. He's got a lift a long way off that. He was... I, I think he's... I think others might have gone, you know, it's only one run, sure, but I think others might have gone past uh, past him if that's what he's going to produce because he, he had the right run and he absolutely fell in and I'm not convinced those around him are that good either. So um, maybe it's Caulfield, I don't know. We'll, we'll get another look at him, but uh, he was playing with a capital P, so definite cross for me with that one. Okay, um, so we were... Davo missed, but we were three out of four for our first week with our prediction. So not bad, boys. Well played. What are we doing this week? Brad Davidson, what's your early crow for this week? My early crow is the rosebud form I don't think is any good, and I don't think it'll stand up at all in the San Domenico today. So there's a couple of horses in the market there. I think they'll both drift, instructor and uh, introducing. And I know they didn't go hard in that race, but it was a bunch finish. I just think it was... The rosebud normally isn't the strong form line, and I just don't think it's. I just don't think it was a race. I'm really keen to take them on, and um, I don't think they'll be there in the finish in the San Domenico today. 
Andrew Hurley, what's your early crow this week? Uh, well, I'm going very early because it doesn't necessarily pertain to today, but Francesco Guardi will win the Metropolitan and Caulfield Cup, and if memory serves me correctly, he'll be the first horse to do it since 2005, which was railing. Mm, he's been trialling well. He's not a bad horse, Hurl. So Francesco Guardi, one to watch there for Hurls. What about you, Darren Flindell? I wasn't real firm on anything today, but I'll go... Wine glass bay at two dollars sixty in the second. We'll let the putters down again. <laughs> oh boy! So wine glass bay, little pot there for Darren Flindell. Mine is cylinder or win the Everest. No, no, just kidding. Boys. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should give up yet, Davo. But mine is mine is just in regards to the San Domenico as well. We've got some nice horses here. We've got obviously Cornish, the Instructor, Kandinsky, Abstract, Libertad. Over in the up and coming as well. We've got NCAP, we've got Manoir, we've got Cabalis, we've got Le Vampire. I'm saying the Golden Rose winner isn't going around today. Uh, that's my little early crow for today. I think the Golden Rose winner is still sitting at home in his box and not running there at Rose Hill today. So those are our early crows. Um, Davo, I know we've it's got to be a sort of Rose Hill focus to today. So Hurls and I have blurred the lines a little bit, but are you happy with those? Yeah, you'll accept those early crows? No, I won't. I oh. will not be accepting uh, those for next week. They've got to be today so we can talk about them next week. They're not the what happens in three months' time. They've got to be a statement today. So I'll let you off today, but next week, next week, we'll... something that we can we can say yes or no for the week after. All right, done deal. Oh, I thought Marlo ran the show, not you, Bray. Nah, well, I, I came up with this segment, so I'd like it done properly, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah right. That, that, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah, we do we do have to uh, settle and have correct weight by next Saturday's show. Yeah, we'll be right. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I understand, Darren. You're right, and Brad, I'll I'll accept that. So, well, we've got five minutes of the show left. Hells and I might Hells and I might come up with something else. Um, and just in regards t- to cylinder, yes. What great theatre that would have been if we had vision of, of inside betting shops all around the country. Waiting for the result. Oh, could you imagine the scenes would be absolutely priceless watching them uh, a week later? Mm, exactly. Oh, I thought it got beat. I was convinced it got beat, actually. I know that's a big call cool because yeah. it was the margin, mm. but yeah, I thought it got beat for sure. I should so, have gone so upstairs, yeah. actually, and filmed it while you were, uh, while you were on Sky One, Brad. I remember... Do you know Next what? time you make a big call to watch those sort of things. Here's something, boys. I backed it. As short as he was, I just thought this is an easy pick-up. Um, I'll just collect here. And oh, I was, uh, I was headless. I was very nervous, Darren. I was very nervous because I thought he got rolled as well. And I reckon a lot of people, when they saw the number go up, thought, oh, as a one or is it a dead heat? Or is it a dead mm. heat, yeah. You've always got to wait <laughs> yes. that extra few seconds uh, just to, mm. to check. I'll change my early crow then since I got the protest. I'll say it'll be an ugly watch for Kandinsky abstract backers today, just from that awkward draw. Uh, I just okay. I can't see how things are going to fall into place for him. I think he needs too much luck from that alley, but we'll wait and see. Um, so that is mine, my early crow. We've got six minutes of the show left before 11 o'clock, and it'll be the Debordley competition. Just one text here following up on Davo's comments about Buenos Noches last week from Newman. Davo, has he won you over? Yes, not uh, Newman, I meant to mention that when I talked about my early crow to the, um, I'm assuming the listener last week talking about Buenos Noches being the horse, uh, you know, we talk about people text in and tell us your early crows. Well, I think Newman might have been the one that texted you and said Buenos Noches will be the horse on everyone's lips from an Everest point of view after today, last week. And he was absolutely spot on because that horse was enormous. First up, he gave weight to... Uh, the others and just freshly turned four and you'd have to think yeah he's got to keep improving for sure because he doesn't get that weight allowance anymore in an Everest but um, he yeah he was super wasn't he and um, he's definitely come back better and putting it all together and well done to that listener for that early crow which I think it was probably the early crow of the day because it was yeah, $6 declared. versus a minimal of four, so well done. Yeah, a listener texts in and said, boys, buenos noches. Uh, I, think, I can't remember the exact wording of the message, but it was basically saying it's immoral and it'll be winning. Mm. And yeah. we've got a few early crows coming in from the listeners here as well. Um, uh, yeah, one protesting hurls didn't follow the rules. Has to be about today's racing. So that listener ramming that point home hurls. So we've been noted, yourself and I. Noted. 
Uh, Libertad will win today and come into Everest contention from another listener. So that early crow in regards to Libertad, who runs in that San Domenico. We know... That's a bold call. Yeah, we know he's uh, unbeaten, but he's got a tricky map as well. Uh, Keep them coming. I'll uh, pass them on before the end of the show. But uh, this one, just wanting to know what Davo's best is and Darren's best is anywhere today, boys. Uh, Davo, what's your best anywhere today? Best for me anywhere today is Morfordville race for insulation. Unfortunately, we had a horse come out at, at 8 o'clock and uh, it was the second favourite that I was really keen to take on. So it was $2.30. I think it's now $1.70, $1.80, unfortunately. But he's a really progressive stayer for the, the Moody Yard. Um, he's, he's been terrific. His last two from impossible positions. He maps to get the perfect run. He has no weight on his back and he's up against uh, really exposed stays that have to carry a lot more weight than him. I think he'll be winning and I think he's a, a horse to follow for the future. Love it, David. So there you go to that listener. What about for you, Darren? Kembler, race eight, number eight, Miss Coover. Oh, yes. Miss Coover. Wow, that was a big win at Newcastle. Mm, Siraj Naradu in the saddle had to go all the way back in the field from a bad gate that day. Turning for home, it was trucking into the race. And I'm not sure exactly what happened. The horse in front may have run out a little bit. It ran in a little bit. The next minute it knuckled over. Oh, no. Oh, no. I yelled out a very bad word in the house and the dog went scarring to to the other bedroom. Anyhow, it recovered quickly in a bound and away it went Miss Coover. So I think it'll be winning the last at Kembla Race 8, number 8. Yeah, nearly clipped a heel, Darren, when he eased out. You're right. And Siraj Naradu, listeners, if you aren't familiar with him, he's a uh, champion Indian rider. He's uh, one of the leading Mm. riders over there. He's having a month stint here in Sydney. Um, Hurls, what's the best backed around the country today for our listeners? Is there something that's really standing out? Um, yeah, to be down at Caulfield, the Inhibitions, um, yeah, okay. the uh, the uh, Dolphin Horse, yeah, Inhibitions, now into 250. Yeah, it's probably, a bit, yeah, it's the best backed around the place for sure. Great stuff, boys. Uh, been a, a fun show. Good luck today. Uh, Fat Man can uh, bring us home here. He says on the text line, Tom Kitten. Each Way Moral. Great show, boys. That's from Fat Man. And uh, a classic one here. Uh, Wendell from Panania says, uh, Early Crow Darren to be up and about later uh, if Dalala wins. So uh, <laughs> that, uh, that's, that goes without saying, Darren, doesn't it? If he can run fourth today in a benchmark 88, I'd be pleased enough with that. Well, third third would be better financially. <laughs> yeah, indeed. And Wendell set the line at 12 for you to celebrate. So there you go, boys. Uh, Wendell, a fun good show. on you, Wendell. <laughs> fun show. Uh, Darren, have a good day, mate. Good calling. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Brad Davidson, good luck today. We'll see you on Sky Racing 1. Thanks, guys. Good luck to, to Darren with uh, Dalalat. This could be a good week for Sky uh, Sky uh, employees. Marto yeah. Socrates got up the other day. Lewis Willoughby's horse, Celestial Fury, I think it's called. Yeah, that's it. Me, but uh, he got up as well. So maybe the, maybe the, the triple trio. Good luck, Dad. Where are your horses, Dave? Are you, you're always good for a couple. Oh, I had one and um, we won a few races with him and then he just had a few little niggling issues so we decided to retire into a lovely paddock. Um, so I'm uh, waiting to, to get back in the game and keeping an eye on the English sales to find out my next little bargain buy. Beautiful, mate. Good luck today. Thanks, guys. Cheers. There's Brad Davidson. Andrew Hurley, thanks for your help this morning. Pleasure, mate. Uh, J-Max, the favourite in the jockey's challenge today, 165, 750. Nashville Willer, $11 Karen McAvoy and any other jockey option, $10 Tyler Schiller, 13 Tim Clark, Jason Collett, Dylan Gibbons, and today races 1-6, to six, Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and Doombin. Please a win bet using your tab account, your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Remember, imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Call 1-800-858-858. And I was asked for an early crow, mm-hmm. and to make sure it's today, I'm going to make a Cabalus or Cabalus as the lay of the day in race seven. Love it, mate. There we go. So that uh, has gone well. We've got there in the end with our early crow thoughts for today, and we'll certainly address it next week on the show. See you next week on Behind the Gates. Thanks, Els. You have a good day.